welcome. Today we are Victoria, myself, Brianna, and Dana. We're adventuring into all aspects of what seems straightforward, but life makes tricky. Well, there are a couple of those things, but we'll be talking about intuitive eating and the practice of choosing your food through intuition and with intention. Dana's healed herself from PCOS and other allergies. She's great at researching and then following through. Our family's juice, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I love my celery juice. (laughs) I'll also introduce the topic of Ayurveda. I'll share a tri-dosha cleansing recipe at the end. And don't worry, you'll know what that means soon. So, here we go. Hi everyone, this is Victoria, Brianna, and Dana, and we are going to be talking about intuitive eating. Yay! I'm so excited. (laughs) This is kind of a hot topic out there, and Brianna thinks that I'm an intuitive eater naturally. You've you've drawn the correlation between, I'm going to feel like this if I eat that, Mm -hmm. or I'm, I'm not as in touch with, okay... I can't really predict that. I haven't followed the patterns. I think you're mm-hmm. both of you can follow those patterns. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Right. So Bree is here on this conversation because she wants to learn more about it and yeah. how to do it. And mm-hmm. Dana has really used intuitive eating through the years to fix a lot of health issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has been through research of of different ideas of you know realizing I have this sort of an issue and using food as medicine in a way then when you think about it you're like oh well if I would have just done that I would have automatically have fixed my problem but I'm here thinking oh this is a social norm that I should be eating you know carbs this and that in every meal whereas my body was for example saying to eat all raw fruits, fruits and vegetables, and then I ended up reading this book called Medical Medium, and he was like, oh, 30 days of this will actually cure your exact problem that you're having. And so it's interesting that sometimes I get into intuitive eating, but then I end up overriding it because of something I've cultural, heard or cultural norms. Or, yeah, is going where on. I think, oh, I need to pr- eat more of this in my diet because I'm not getting enough protein for example mm-hmm. um a few years ago the doctor was saying well you're having um I can't exactly remember what I was having issues with and he said well whenever you eat some fruit make sure that you eat protein with it where I was just eating fruit and <sighs> I and fruit is exactly what my body needed but I he said oh always eat protein with it so then I started doing that and then I started having bigger issues in other ways mm-hmm. so just interesting. I really see the benefit of listening to your body and really doing intuitive eating and seeing the health benefits of it. Yeah. And this is ingrained in us because mom has always said, well, I don't know if she's quoting someone. Is it a quote? Food is the cheapest cheapest medicine, medicine. (laughs) right? right? So I went to college and I didn't, I didn't buy cheap college food because I figured I've almost never budgeted my groceries. This is weird. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. I you did. did? Oh, you no. Did? Like, I don't have to do any top ramen for a day yeah. college. Yeah. You but I did college? do top ramen. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, finally, I get to eat top ramen. <laughs> I did plan on eating oh cereal every meal. I was like, I'm just going to have cold cereal. 
but, rebellion. But, but really, my like cupboard looked exactly like you know mom's eventually. But I think it's worth the money to spend your money on good food because it is the cheapest medicine. Mm-hmm. I agree. For sure. Intuitive eating is not a diet. It's more about communicating with your body about what you need and that will lead to a better balance rather than the kind of social norm of dieting for a couple days that just leads to binging on ice cream by Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you, um, so there are five girls, right? And we all ended up having healthy relationships with food. Yeah. And um, so I feel like somehow the way that our parents did that the intuitive eating ended up paying off to have a healthy relationship. Balance is really like enjoy food, yes, but look at it as a source of energy, mm-hmm. not a pillow or a blanket or mm-hmm. yeah. a <laughs> baseball bat. I'm you know, trying. Like, <laughs> I'm trying. No, but you're good at it. Funny. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, the three of us were raised in the same household. But it's funny how Dana just wants fruit, or some people live to eat, and others live to eat to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I can't even compute that. That doesn't make sense to my brain. What other option is there? <laughs> I think, you know, this keto and intermittent fasting and all of these diet things out there, I think they have benefits, but not for all people. Because if Dana skips meals... I get hangry. Yeah, I don't have to finish that sentence. We all know. I'm like the Snickers commercial. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Literally. Totally. Yeah. Pop that in my mouth. I'm a different person. And my brain starts working. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really a strong believer that everybody needs kind of diet, different diets. And the thing that has helped me most that I want to talk about today is called Ayurveda. Yes. Ayurvedic stuff which is ancient Indian you guys have probably um heard a lot of this stuff already like a lot of yoga moves and meditations are Ayurvedic oil massages you know coconut oil pulling with your teeth when you swish back and forth that's Ayurvedic neti pot if you have dared I have not I love it it's my my cure for um pregnancy allergies it's amazing. Wow. Every time. It's cool. cool. Yeah. And golden milk. Ooh. Yes. I love turmeric. When I was first learning about it and researching it, it seemed like it was too good to be true because it was pretty much saying it kill it heals everything. <laughs> I was like, okay. But then I figure, well, that's great because it also golden milk is a really great way to eat it and it tastes really good. Actually, all of our kids love golden milk. And um, we've been drinking it for a few years. And a few years ago, Dana and I figured out how to make it into a cube form so it's just ready. You can have it in your freezer at any time. And we'll probably do an Instagram post so you can see what I'm talking about. It's amazing. It makes it, it totally doable. Yes. Yeah. So yummy. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> What's also neat about um, with kids is that we found, Bree and I have got angel juicers, and we have found mm. that they love, love, love juicing anything and they will drink the weirdest things because they they juice it themselves like they'll drink a ton of carrot juice with like 
collard greens or something in it. Yes. And it's, you know, you, to get that down their bodies, it's really um, hard. And uh, It's my, our sneaky chef. Like, I feel like a sneaky yeah. chef. I'm like, my kids are eating a massive amounts of greens because of juicing. Right, exactly. And it, um, my hubby, who's like a li- uh, eat to live kind of, no, live to eat kind of guy, he actually has really gotten into um, juicing and he will juice a crazy amount of ginger, ginger and apple yeah. and he's just really loving it. Anyway, so I just think looking at different options of ways to get you know, the foods that your body craves into your body is a really neat idea too. That mm-hmm. you can juice it, you can blend it, you can cook it, you can mash it, you can um, stew it, you know, lots, mm-hmm. lots and lots of different options and just see which of those sound amazing to you and which one you can integrate easily quickly and easily into your lives one tip about juicing that's important is that you want to drink it within 15 minutes of juicing it so that the enzymes are still live so that's Mm -hmm. an important thing and that that shows it's even more important to have your own juicer versus in the bottle from the store because those are older than 15 minutes and pasteurized i actually noticed um a while back i stopped getting smoothies from bottles um because Mm -hmm. my body was not digesting it well i would drink it and i'd end up having like indigestion and more of an acidic um stomach because of drinking the juices um you know those uh go green go or something smoothies boathouse yeah they're really yummy but they ended up not going over well with my stomach look at you yeah Yeah. you're so good at listening to your body that's a good example i had a friend that was talking about intuitive eating and i was i was just kind of like well yeah isn't that what we do and she was saying that she had her body at a certain point so extreme into dieting and counting calories and restricting that she has lost an ability to choose what her body needs. Mm. And what Breezy and I have been noticing, as uh, we have little children and a little bit older children, that they are super great at intuitive eating naturally. Yes. Yeah. Right? So she, she's, yeah, because I'm sure your friend when she was little yeah. could do it, right? Kids know when they're full, when they're hungry, when they're thirsty, and... I haven't read much about intuitive eating. I'm not leading this discussion. But what I have read about intuitive eating is that we all are born with the ability to listen to our bodies. And so if we as parents don't turn food into um, a blanket emotionally or a stress relief or if we put what's healthy on their plate and then we allow them to choose from those healthy options... They'll choose what their body needs. Mm-hmm. And it's really actually cool to learn from them because somehow, especially as women, we do eventually start emotionally eating and or restricting even though we are hungry. We stop that communication like your friend did. Mm-hmm. Right? We kind of turn off those sync- those signals. I was thinking about it like my baby and our babies are both mm-hmm. the same age. They're mm-hmm. six months old. And when they're full... He's done. He does not want any more. He's the chubbiest little baby ever, but he's yeah. so, when he's full, he's like, Mm-mm, no more, not one more sip. I don't want it. Even and, though it tastes good, right? even though it's comforting. And that overeating is something that we start doing just out of busyness, but, or whatever it is. But I think that it's really interesting that babies know, children know. And um, what I started doing a while back is that my kids, I always have healthy options 
well, I always try. I'm not amazing and perfect at any of it, but on their dinner plates, I always serve up everything that I have on the table. I always have them try it because it's good for their brains to experience the tastes and to be adventurous, to mm-hmm. try new things. But then for when, once they've tasted it, then they get to choose what they want off the table to fill themselves up. Yes. I like the idea of having enough so everyone can fill up to their satisfied level, mm-hmm. but not force feeding them to, to finish their plate because I over, over-serve them. Mm-hmm. So that's how I like to encourage as a mom how to um, help the kids intuitively eat. Yeah. And my kids are all very different. One will gravitate to a lot of fat. One will gra- gravitate to a lot of um, non-fat. One will gravitate toward the veggies. One's the contemplating vegetarianism. Like, totally. you know. Paige's kids are like that too. One's a meat lover. One's a grain lover. One's a vegetable lover and thinking about it while Dana was talking it goes with their doshas mm-hmm. their doshas totally. let's get it to it high five this is something that I found a couple years ago and it just made sense to me right away I'm not a dieter but this made sense it's like doing personality test but for your body type and for your digestion and even my husband said that this was life-changing which I don't that's amazing because I don't think Johnny boy would say that about very many things (laughs) yeah 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 so let's get to it there are three different body types which are pitta kapha and vata Pitta is fire. So if you find that you're kind of a fiery, warm-blooded, even hot-headed sometimes type of person, you might be Pitta. So these are the transformative people. And the next one is Kapha. So if you find yourself um, that you're kind of that heavy, slow-moving, even sedentary um, kind of person, cold, damp, oh, like dewy skin, um, bigger body type, you might be a kapha. And these are the strength and stability people. The next one is vata. And these are the airy, light, cool, dry people. These have the more slender body type naturally. And these people are movement and activity kind of based. So these people are even known as kind of being airhead because they're the air movement. Hotheads mm-hmm. and airheads. <laughs> so yeah. that's great. Interesting about this situation is that we have all three right here. I'm yeah. Dana is a Vata. Breezy. I'm a Pitta. Mm-hmm. And Vic is a... Kapha. Yeah, Kapha. <laughs> and what's interesting is that we all pretty much have the same body size. So it's not like we're one is really heavier or thicker per se than the others but we're just um that this isn't these are tendencies that our bodies have because of our most primary dosha because mm-hmm. we all have all three of these doshas in our systems and yeah, so I'm just taller and broad-shouldered and was always bigger than most kids my age mm-hmm. yeah I, I just was I'm and Bree puts on muscle like crazy she's the pitta she's the fire and, like, she always has arm muscles. She was the collegiate athlete, tennis player, 
and she had these amazing arms, like <laughs> amazing. And she Man could plank. Arms. <laughs> no, they were amazing. amazing. She could plank Beautiful. for eight minutes. Like who does that? Not me. The kapha, which is the earth, which is the, the, uh, mm. earth and water. You know, I'm like, no, I'll sit here and watch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like then in Dana's the all around just doing things because <laughs> she's the one. <laughs> I totally am. And but it's so funny one time somebody's like are you sure you aren't blonde? And I was like, oh my gosh, they just called me an airhead. But now I feel so much better about my life because all these years I, I have an airhead. airhead. I am, yes. Okay, I'm a vata. It's okay. If someone calls airhead. me a hothead, it's compliment. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just That's hilarious. And I am a little bit lazy and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I've accepted it. The thing is, if you have too much of something, then it's an elevated and that's not good, right? Because then your agni, agni, your digestion, is out of balance. Think of your agni as a fire. And so if you are pitta and you put more oil on the fire, you're going to get a bonfire. And then that's not digesting your food very well. If you're a kapha and you're living off of, you know, breads and milk, you're probably going to put that fire out. And that's out. not good either. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm kapha. So I was honestly like in college when I found out that people poop every day. And I was like, what? That's disgusting. <laughs> but <laughs> <Ew>. it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, right. it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, no, it just turns out I've been constipated my whole life. <laughs> right. And because you're just, you're that, it's just a tendency that can happen if you are in, in an imbalance. And at that point in life, would you say, looking back, was that a time that you were imbalanced? Oh, yeah, totally. My turnaround was um, that I had an IUD that I do not think my body liked. So mm-hmm. I was trying different things and I was trying to be an intuitive eater, but I felt like no matter what I ate, I had a stomach ache. So I would eat a salad and get a stomach ache. And so if anyone's dieted before and gotten indigestion from salads, <laughs> like that's super frustrating. Mm-hmm. Then you can't you feel like you can't eat anything. So I went off gluten and that didn't work. And then I'd have Cheerios sometimes and I'd get a stomach ache and then I went the next time or something. So when I found this Ayurveda, it really helped me because what kaffas should be doing is having cooked vegetables they should not be having raw vegetables because think about that agni again that digestion fire essentially I was elevated kapha so my digestion fire was out Mm -hmm. and so any raw vegetables was like trying to digest raw food my digestion was not working right Mm -hmm. so somebody that can have those raw salads because that's such a diet thing right people are like oh i'm living off diets so pittas brie can have a raw Raw salad and even uh like vegetarianism and veganism that works great for pittas my husband is also a pitta and he's gone off meat and does really well so does mine and he's a pitta as well yeah he loves he feels the best when he's off meat interesting Mm -hmm. yeah off meat where and and I've tried it too but I'll start bruising and I get low energy Mm. um for me I probably don't need as much red meat for kaffas you know they're more like chicken you know get some quick energy and stuff like that 
for someone like a vata um a red meat can be very grounding so mm -hmm. think of it as vata is up in the air right they're the air so they want to have grounding food so root vegetables this is so funny <laughs> that if you think you know somebody that's a vata ask if they like sweet potatoes oh my gosh it was hilarious i'm like it's my favorite mom made that for me after i had my babies and i'm just like oh i love this yeah and, and then she Paige is like me too and then the girls are the other girl sisters are like ooh. and i was like what you don't all love that <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, I do so not funny. understand sweet potato fries. I'm like, why wouldn't you just have fries? <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're my favorite. Yeah, it's so funny. So Every good. vata I know is... Yeah. Vata is my secondary. So you have a primary, and then you have a secondary. So I can get vata elevated. And when I was working in front of a computer screen for eight, nine hours a day and traveling a lot, those are very vata elevating things and that would get me elevated and I would get headaches and I would like not be very, um, like I couldn't make decisions, coherent, mm -hmm. you know, I wow. stammered sentences. So you can get elevated in, in different Even in your secondary? Doshas. Interesting, yeah. yeah. And what, um, there's basically this, the whole idea is that you're, you're, when you are elevated, you can eat a certain way that will bring you into balance because elevation, elevated dosha actually means that you're out of balance and you need to reground into um, more of a complete experience. So it's really kind of like reverse psychology because so you're saying that I, as a pitta, I like oily foods, which is so true. Donuts. You donuts love her favorite. I love donuts. Fries. I love donuts. I love fries. <laughs> I love fries. donuts. I love we donuts. know. <laughs> we know. So, but that's a pitta food, right? But this is saying it's a pitta food, but not, I shouldn't necessarily eat it. I should balance myself by eating kapha and vata foods. Yeah. Okay. If you're an yeah, overly, it's a food that somebody if likes. I'm too so much if you're in too much pitta, in your pitta, right. say if you were a to being a total hothead, that wouldn't be a time to eat my chips and eat salsa. Eat chips and salsa. <laughs> okay. Chips and yeah, salsa. You love chips, chips and salsa. And also, Breezy made a, a statement for her family. What is it about? Oh, Roland's loves spicy food. <laughs> Literally, like that's what she's training her kids doing. <laughs> so it's just too spicy. I'm like, it's okay. Roland's likes spicy food. <laughs> Says the mama bear. So, so cute. Pitta's like sweet, oily foods and mm -hmm. fried foods. Okay. They poop a lot. They have good digestion system because it's that strong fire. So the thing is, if they have too many spices or too much oil, it just like they can get to the point of diarrhea very quickly. Right? It's the it's the classic. Um, I feel like this is more of a guy thing, but sometimes. Sometimes, you know, they go to Indian food and then they're just mm. on the pot for the next day. Oh, or my gosh, have... especially because we have these pitta husbands. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what he does. Both of them do, yeah, actually. And then they... so funny. So, so what they should body? be having is the raw veggies that I talked about. Mm. and Yeah. And then, so kaffas really like creamy, sweet, all the dairy and those nice breads. It's all the things you so love. Good. Yeah. I could live off ice cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah, true. have had too much. But they have the slow digestion. So what they should be having is a high amount of cooked vegetables and lower carbs and dairy. 
And then for the um, vachas, they really like the sweet, salty, sour snack foods. A lot of snack foods, a lot of fruit. Mm, um, totally. They are the dry air, right? And so what they should be having is a lot of liquids and a lot of warm, grounding meals. So think soups and think warm drinks. So even in the morning, an Ayurvedic practice is to have a warm drink of water in the morning, which I know, I know Americans love their ice Mm -hmm. cubes (laughs) and cold drinks, but think about having a cup of warm water if that really grosses you out cup of tea in the morning a little trick we've used recently or learned recently is to do two-thirds cold two-thirds warm but then do a third of cold water so you can just drink it right then and there because so many times I make my tea and then I forget about it and I'm drinking it cold mm-hmm. so just do two to three or you know two-thirds one-third right but this is out of Vic's book which I want to buy and I want everyone to buy I'm holding it it feels so nice every page is smooth <laughs> And beautiful. Practical Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. So we'll link it and we'll take a picture of it. It's so pretty. So, Honestly, it's the one that they had at the bookstore. I'm not biased to it. There's a lot of great books out there. There's also so much on the internet about this and you can take personality quizzes and find out what body type you are and also decide for yourself and use some intuition about it. So mm-hmm. I, w- I would start online and yeah we'll link this but this design this mm -hmm. book is designed really well and i love that it's practical like it's quick and easy you don't it doesn't get into a huge amount of the history like you aren't trying to read through complicated words or you know it just is it's beautiful it's beautifully done i agree so as we come to an end of our recording we just wanted to give you a few little tips and ideas of, of how you could implement some intuitive eating into your life So one of the things that we all basically know intuitively is an ideal meal would be sitting down, eating, being peaceful, having a nice conversation, eating something that's warm and nourishing, and yet, what do we do? (laughs) Right? It's like grab it and go. It's running out the door with breakfast in your hand or buying it while you're on the way or just having some people just do a drink for breakfast or whatever. Yeah, that's the American way, right? Mm -hmm. I've I've done that in Europe and uh, this French lady told me to sit down and have my breakfast before (laughs) I went out the door because I was grabbing something and running out of the door and I was like, oh. So I've tried to do that more more often because I think it's good. Right. And um, in this book, it's beautiful because it talks about the daily routine and how breakfast should be nourishing and with plenty of energy for the day, that it should, a warm meal is the best and that it should be something that is easy to digest. And um, lunch is the main meal of the day and that dinner should be light, warm and eating, eaten in the early evening instead of late. And it shouldn't be super heavy. And so we're, our culture is saying, huge lasagna for dinner and you just mm-hmm. have a little sandwich for lunch where mm-hmm. more ideally when we if we would listen to our our instincts basically that we would have the biggest meal and then we'd go to bed not feeling overly stuffed and have weird dreams or whatever you know so so our porridge in the morning for these kids this summer has been good because it, it's warm it's easily digestible mm-hmm. and it primes them really for the rest of the day yes totally it's ah. a it's it's a good thing all around <laughs> And it's easy for us to cook. Oh, totally. And they are <laughs> That's so... That's the best thing about it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to read a few of these quotes that uh, are in this book, and it's beautiful. It gives you sort of a, a nice idea of how to cook and eat at home. So it says, take time, take your time, eat sitting down, savor your food, chew slowly, digestion begins in the mouth, eat in a peaceful environment without distractions, and focus on your food. Maintain silence if you can, otherwise keep the conversation light and positive. If you have an aversion to something, it will have a negative effect on you, no matter how healthy you think it is. So enjoy the food that you eat. Your kitchen should be clean and the cook should be happy. Stay positive, focused, and unhurried. <laughs> Mom talks about that when she makes TLC. Yeah, she's like, then mix it with some TLC. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Oh, but they're filming always... about a home cooked meal, right? Yeah, it has yeah. TLC in it. It tastes yeah. better somehow. Keep your food simple. Variation is good, but in moderation. When you are stressed or angry, calm yourself with a few deep breaths or wait a little before eating. Do not eat or drink anything that is too hot or too cold. These are all very intuitive things. It's a good little reminder. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, sit down. or Oh yeah, yes. moderation is best. Yes. And we're curious. Amounts. Yeah. We're yeah. curious which one you're going to apply into your life. Out of all these wonderful ideas, we found that they've been really intriguing and um, rewarding when we've, we've applied them into our life and into our family's lives. Okay, so to share with you guys, I have this tri-dosha recipe. It's called Kachari, and this one is from Jasmine Hemsley's website. I'll link it at the bottom. This one is an awesome cleanse. It's for three days. You can do it for one day, whatever, but it's a mixture of this Kachari, also with steamed apples, with cinnamon and clove, and then the almond sorry, the golden milk and teas in between. And honestly, this is the only cleanse that really diet that I've actually been able to stick with. And I've seen really awesome results. So this is rice and lentils loaded with spices. Here's the list. It's cloves, bay leaves, black pepper, ground coriander, ground cumin, fennel seeds, ground ginger, black mustard seeds, cumin seeds, turmeric, like it's, it's packed and these are really great to do um, when you have an elevated dosha and this author says that she does it at the beginning of every season. So I've started doing that. So I've made a, a big jar of it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. And I've made it for you guys. Mm-hmm. And so like at the beginning of summer, before we all got together, I made some and I just snacked on it and you can do it with steamed vegetables as well. It's yummy. Yeah. Yeah, and that. it's yummy. It's tasty. It's different for sure, but um it's like a n- nice Indian little yeah, rice dish and yeah. it's just nice on your stomach. It's really warm and calming and um substantial, which I think is really important too. I'm going to try that. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Hope you guys try these things. Hope you've gotten some things out of it. These are things that have really helped us. And so we're really happy to share them with you. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and uh, add some spices to your life. (laughs) (laughs) So much love from us, the The Mulberry Sisters. Thanks for listening. High High five till next time. time.